0: Good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Leadership with Kevin and Naomi, international leadership trainers, coaches, and facilitators, proudly brought to you by Coca Cola Peninsula Beverages, happening every Monday at 12 on ebizradio.com. For more information, you can check it out on www.lunchtimeleadership.co.za. Joining me, as per usual, my wonderful co host Naomi Basson. Naomi, how Hi. are you doing? Hi, Kevin. Very well,
1: thank you. Um... Watch the rugby. Very excited about South Africa being um, back where we belong. So, yeah, exciting times for us. And I think it fits in well with our conversation today with what does it take to become a winner? I think it's it's an appropriate conversation today.
0: Absolutely. So, guys, motivational Mondays. Every Monday, we uh, we aim to want to share some information around a specific topic, uh, speaking to about uh, what motivational Mondays look like, uh, what tips, techniques, tricks, uh, and information we can share, uh, and that's you know st- stuff that we're really, really passionate about. Last week, we spoke about um, the power to positive expectancy, and we had a wonderful chat around. The importance around attitude and uh, what that attitude really needs to be, uh, and uh, this is part of uh, you know our programs that we do, our uh, the SMI and LMI programs that we do, and all in aim of uh, enabling leaders in the world. Today we're going to be chatting about that: what it takes to become a winner. Now, so I know you've you had a specific um, experience around you know changing and, and what it takes to be like a change of mindset this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, You know, this is, this is part of, 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 um, attitude is everything. And, and, and it, I love this program called attitude is everything. Cause it is about our attitude. And we talk about how to become a winner, um, personal experience, went to watch the rugby with friends against the all blacks. And I walked in and there was this, oh, we have no chance today. We've been playing so badly. There's no ways we can beat the all blacks. And I just got on my whole horse and I'm like, hey, guys, this is South Africa. And we, we stick with them through thick and thin. And, and my belief is that we can win. It's on the day. It's not statistics doesn't win or lose matches. And I was on about this thing about we need to put up positive energy out there for them. And we need to make sure that we support them no matter what. And if we believe it, we can achieve it. And I tell you, it was it was those who watched the game. It was tight. And I had to bite my tongue a few times. But I mean, the end result with us beating the All Blacks for me was just a, as much as I don't want to do it, but I did gloat, you know, it was like this, I told you so moment, you just got to believe it. So for me, the difference between winners and losers really is the attitude that we project and the behavior we, we have around that, and then the results we achieve, that's the difference between winners and losers.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was looking at um, some online resources and the EliteDaily.com says, you know, there's quite significant um, points that winners, uh, the difference around winners and losers. Uh, specifically to this point is, um, winners say it may be difficult, but it is possible. Losers say it's possible, but it's too difficult. Yeah. And again, uh, winners see the potential, losers see the past. Um, Winners are like a thermostat. I'm still not sure about that. Sorry. <laughs> winners are like a thermostat. <laughs> no, Sorry's just having a moment. I was like not even talking to it um, winners are like a thermostat. Losers are like a thermometer, right? Uh and, and invariably they have a whole list. So I, I would encourage people to go and check it out because it really speaks well to. You know, the obvious difference is that a losing attitude, a losing frame, a losing mindset compared to a winning mindset, a winning frame really puts you into it. And again, uh, we often speak of it. And, you know, people, people very often, uh, teams, for example, when you're doing team training, yeah, but the problem is, and the problem is, and they very quickly get stuck to where the problem is. And it's like, okay, cool. Thanks for telling me the problem. What's the solution? And no one invariably goes, cool, this is a problem. So I, this is a potential solution, right? You know, it's not even in the way we speak very often that this is how we tackle life. This is how we, how we frame information. Um, and yet it's so important that if we just focus on the past, focus on the, the problem, focus on what's not working, um, invariably it's very difficult to find a solution in that frame.
1: Yeah, Kevin, and you and I both being NLP practitioners, we know what goes on in your mouth ma- and your mind comes out of your mouth and your behavior follows straight after that. So in our in our training program, yeah. they talk about certain aspects of of winners. So we want to I want to just unpack it a little bit. The first thing I say, let's yeah. think positively. So, so how often do you find in your find yourself not thinking positively. And that's the one thing that I keep on bringing up when I I work with with teams and with individuals and saying, catch yourself not thinking positively and change it. So it's okay to be there because it's it's part of our conditioning and it's part where we say, oh, I'm not so sure about this. But catch yourself doing that because that's conscious living as well. In saying, oh, that was quite a negative thought. Let me change that. I, I really want to change that. And you can do that. But it takes practice, and it's it's putting in new habits of thinking, like anything else. Our thinking is a habit, and how do we change that into into thinking positively all the time? And I'm I'm not one of these people that drives you nuts with always seeing the positive side of it. I also get my doubts at times, but I catch myself saying, "Shoo, that was quite a negative thought. Could I change that so that it works for me in a positive way?" But it is being yep. conscious about your thoughts
0: and I also you know to add to that like it's it's not a case uh, and I'm sure Naomi going to reiterate this it's not a case of just sitting in your room and like thinking real positive thoughts and then life is wonderful because I think people often get that skewed with like if I'm just positive enough then things will change uh, and it won't you know having catching yourself and changing it that's that quiet, required action that goes part of that, that consciousness. So you caught yourself negatively thinking something, what are you doing on changing that? What do you what else could you be doing, right? There's always an action sort of attached to that. And I think people almost get stuck when they go, yeah, think positive. Yeah, yeah, I know I must think positive. And that's Uh, it becomes almost null and void when you are just going, yeah, think positive. What are you doing about it? There's always, there's always an action required.
1: And the scary part is our thought processes will determine our behavior. Yeah. So if we think negatively, we will behave negatively. If we can think positively, we will take positive action. So people must just remember that the second thing they speak about in the, in the process here is, is winners are willing to pay the price for success. I want to take it back to our rugby team. I tell you, they put in everything for success. Saturday on the field. So, so what yeah. is the price? I often say to people, I never became successful in the corporate world by working eight to five. Never. I haven't seen a successful business person working eight to five. I was willing to pay the price. Maybe at the time, an unreasonable price. Maybe I overpaid. Um, but you know what? I was willing to pay the price for my success. And I'm also saying to people now is to think about what is the price you have to pay for the success you want to achieve and weigh that up. Is it worth your price that you pay? Is it not worth your price you pay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also think that people also, uh, because it's a wonderful excuse and it's a wonderful debilitator is if I, if I convinced myself enough that, you know, I can't do what you can do. Um, that's, that's not me. I can't. You know, I can't. I'm not someone who does that. Or all of that stuff, that language, that that, that excusable language that we use about not achieving. Um, you kind of go, well, well you, you may not be willing to actually pay the price of what it is you're actually wanting to achieve, because when you look at highly successful people, when you look at the strategy of behavior, there is there's a, a huge sum, uh, amount of discipline that goes into. There's just things you need to get done. The things you can't that you can't negotiate on. You have boundaries. There's there's certain um, clues to that success for your brain to kind of buy into that. Kind of go, yes, this is successful. This is this is what I'm willing to pay the price for. Yeah. Because I think we we tend to we tend to look at successes and kind of go, yeah, but yeah, but. And it's like, well, how is that serving you? Is that a workable strategy? And it's not.
1: Yeah winners are women winners are prepared to make the personal commitment. Yeah. What does that mean to you? You know, for me, I look at the I look at the guys now playing rugby in, in in Australia. I mean they haven't seen their families for three months. And they're winning for South Africa. It's 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 yeah it's a personal thing, but they're doing it for the country. And they make that personal commitment that I will give whatever it needs to win, I will give not seeing my family, not seeing my babies or my, or my little ones. That's a personal commitment for me in my corporate life. I had to travel extensively. And I had mm. two kids. And I made that personal commitment towards them in saying I have to do this in order to give you the best life I can possibly give you. But it's a personal commitment that, that you have to make to be a winner.
0: And another one, you know, um, to add to what you're saying is winners stand firm on values, but compromise on pretty things. Losers stand firm on pretty things, but compromise on their values. You know, and we know values in itself. You know, it's when you think of it in terms of what is it that I really value? What is it that's my foundation that I I build off? When you really are unwavering of those things, um, that's where you can build a lot on. But when you kind of, you know, when you kind of take a, a lax dazed sort of approach to things, um, it speaks to what will show up for your world as well.
1: It, it, it talks to my next point. Winners take responsibility and accountability. Yeah, do you do you take responsibility for what you do or what you want to achieve? Or do you blame the world for not getting what you want to get? Do you blame the world for losing? I always said to my children when they were little is if you put everything into it, and you trained as much as you're supposed to be training, and you put everything in there, if you don't win, it's just that at least you can say I put everything into it. But you can't go lose at an event and then say, uh, you know, it's it's I didn't have enough time to train or I or my, my, the, whatever, take accountability and responsibility for winning. Yeah. Stop blaming the world out there. You know, for me, that's such a big thing, is, is this blame game that people play for not winning. Yeah. And then they say, winners also expect to succeed. When I walked into that group on Saturday when I watched the rugby and I said, we are going to win today. And they all looked at me and say, the stats does not say that. We have <laughs> a chance. And i like, I don't care. We don't win games on stats. We can win this game. I believe we can win it. And and I think that little doubt in your mind, maybe, maybe we we'll lose, maybe, maybe we're not good enough for the for the for the All Blacks. But I think when I stood up there up and I looked at all of them and, and I mean I I was the odd one out and I did say we will win today. That's what we'll do. I expect because you know what in, in all honesty, Kevin, we are world champions. We should win.
0: Yeah.
1: So what is there not to believe that we could win? Mm. I mean, if it was a, if it was a, if it was the high school team going out to play against the All Blacks, it's not realistic. I mean, you can't expect to win there. So, so even that expectation must be realistic. Yeah. So, guys, also- this that people say you can't always expect to win. If you know what you know and all your belief systems and all your preparations done, then you should expect to win.
0: Yeah. But also, it's that whole like underestimation. Like, why, why do we set up these parameters just to inform us on what we, you know, potentially could become or potentially could do? Why set yourself that limitation? Why not have a, a, a sort of frame of mind going, yeah, um, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to win at what I'm doing here and set that up as your own expectation so that if you do fail then you have a measurement of self and not a measurement against some parameter or some stat or some external reference um, to define how well you're doing. That's the right. moment you redefine what it is that you're going, don't underestimate me, I'll estimate me. Yeah. You and know? should winners not how persevere?
1: Winners persist and persevere. I mean, yeah. let, I mean, our, our, our team did not get on the plane and say, oh, we won't win this last game. Let's just go home. We've already lost two, so let's just go home. we we'll never win the last <laughs> yeah. game.
0: What's the point? Yeah, What's exactly.
1: What's the point? We, we've lost already. Let's go home. Never. Never, ever. You know, if, if, if your mind is out there, you know what you need to do, you go and you do it. And if you, if you fail the first time, you go back a second time. You fail the second time, you go back a third time.
0: But isn't that also significant to what humans generally do? We kind of, we just go on face value uh, and say, okay, well, yeah, but you know, stats say, and yeah, but you know, um, look at the climate of the country or they'll find some kind of reason and bias really to buy into this reasoning of why, uh, why it potentially won't work. But that very bias could be the very thing that, you know, changes your brain to going why it could possibly work. What evidence can you prove to that? You know, it could possibly work. And again, it just speaks to how people perceive the, the evidence that they, they, they're busy with.
1: Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking about what you just said about winners and losers. Through my file, I just saw something that triggered me is to say, winners listen, mm-hmm. losers talk. And normally <laughs> they talk quite big as well. And I love these analogies that they, that they bring up in the file as well. You know, winners ask questions. To get the right answers,
0: um, losers will never listen. Um, and they never want answers because it might just be an answer they don't enjoy. And it's almost a defense mechanism, right? So losers get to like, oh, yeah, yeah, but this and this and this, this is why it happened. And this is, and so they don't invariably aim to understand or to listen to understand. They aim to, to answer with, with their version of what they think is right. Yeah. And that may not be useful.
1: Okay, for me, you know, I I think I just need to put stuff in perspective today with regards to winners and losers. Um, Life is not just about winning. Uh, You know, people mustn't get me wrong. I I mean, on the Enneagram, I'm a type three. So I'm a competitive achiever. And it is about winning for me. I do know that not everybody's like that. And I do respect that not everybody's out there to win. But if you win in your own life, for me, that's more important than than competing against someone else, even in your own life. You have to win. So, so setting my goals for me, which is very personal. If I if I beat the odds against these airy scary goals, then I'm a winner. I don't need to compete against you to be a winner, but I compete against what I put out there for myself in actually becoming a winner. Yeah. So, so I know I drive people insane with my competitiveness, but but that's not what winning is all about all the time. Winning is about achieving your own stuff and feeling i've I've, I've beaten this goal i've I've beaten the odds of not achieving this thing look at me
0: yeah yeah to add to what you're saying i mean i think for me um i was watching a uh a documentary the other day and um uh, strangely enough, this good, this girl. It's Emma Watson. She's quite famous. Emma Watson was speaking about um, the fact that she's a woman. She, you know, she woman rights and she stands up for women's rights. But one one of the sentences she used was, um, "I'm responsible for the amount of space that I take up in the world."
1: Yeah.
0: And you know, when you when you when you really think on that point, you know, to your point where it's not all about winning. But when I am responsible for the space I'm taking up in the world and I kind of go, okay, cool. What does that mean for me? And then, you know, to, to add to that is what am I learning? So if I, if I'm winning at something, yeah, what am I learning? Cool. That's a workable strategy. But if I'm losing, what am I learning? You know, what am I learning? When I'm constantly in a frame of learning, you're winning in any case, you're setting yourself up for absolute winning, even when you are losing. And it's, but now I think that's where people get it they get it mixed up because you're yeah. like oh you know you're all about winning all the time it's like no no it's not that How, what is your mind set up to support your learning process because the more you learn you're always winning
1: I'm, I'm listening to you and i can see my picture here behind me and it just immediately triggers something that goes off in my mind is what do we believe and, and you know i've had so much practice that that i really try and keep my mindset positive all the time this picture behind me i paint it and I covered the canvas three times, and I just painted all over it again, and I started from scratch. It took me three, three uh, attempts to actually get this thing going. And one of my friends said, how's the painting going? And I said, I think I'm winning. I remember the words yeah. very clearly. And I said, I think I'm winning, is when I started getting it right. And i like, I think I'm winning. And It's just for me, it's, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a competition winning. It was a competition against myself and my ability and my belief systems. Can I do it? I can't do it. I can't do it. And I remember covering it the first time. i like, I can't do this. Oh. I, I just can't do this. This is too difficult for me. I can't do this. And I covered the whole canvas and I started again. And Eventually, it was about a mindset thing where I said, No, I can do this. What is it with me? And the minute my mindset changed, everything just fell into place.
0: Yeah. And, you know, another one, another beautiful, because part of this, uh, the, 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 the second um, lesson that we look at is behaviors of winners. Yeah. for me, I always look at, you know, because sometimes people go, yeah, let me make this drastic change in my life, right? Part of the making a drastic change, sometimes that's useful. Sometimes people can get through it, but sometimes your brain completely freaks out and you do it for a month and you get to a day, you're going, oh, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want it. I don't, this is not what I, this is not who I am. And, you know, for me, I always look at how do we then do it so that it's consistent, um, but still winning. And I always use it as like, why don't, why don't you create micro habits of winning in your day, every day, all the time? You know, when you, and I, I use a simple, it's a silly, simple example but when your brain sets it up in the way that you frame it of being a win, you can go, well, I'm going to make my bed. I'm like, I haven't won today because I haven't made my bed today. But the thing is, you can have, and you're winning at life. You can let me quickly make my bed. Let me just do that. Let me do that. Let me get dressed today because I feel good when I'm dressed. Small win. Um, let me make sure that I'm connecting with that one important person in my life. And small win. You know, when you actively recognize your small wins, that in itself creates that micro behavior of winning.
1: Yeah. Therefore, the brain gets
0: used to it. You know, yeah. you get used to it, that. But isn't way. it
1: isn't it amazing how it just pulls back to our goal setting? For every step yeah. in your goal that you set for yourself is a win. Yeah. Every little step, and and when you when you do goal setting with us, we take you through a process of how to set a goal properly. I know everybody's got goals out there. And it's in your mind. If it's in your mind, it's a dream. It's not a goal. Don't tell me it's a goal. It's a dream. When it's written down and there's no action items and dates to it, it's still a dream. You know, it's a plan. It's not a goal. A goal is only a goal when it's very clearly defined. It's got an action list and it's got dates next to every action that needs to be taken. And then when you start ticking those dates off, oh, done that step, done that step. Those are all little wins. Because the bigger picture, becomes very clear when those little things are being ticked off and you get into two or three things that's outstanding before those things achieved those are the little ones to get you the big one and i love that process yeah
0: i mean another another line in the in the um in the second lesson of of um attitudes everything uh is the results enjoyed by people at the top right and you kind of go you know well, am I one of those people at the top? And again, it's context, like in context to what, how you're referring to it, what, what does that mean? But when you are at the top and you are doing well, you sort of, uh, well, I don't know how it plays out for you, but for me, I recognize, wow, I'm doing well. This, this thing that I've started doing and putting in place and taking care of, I feel like, yeah, this is really working for me. And this is evidence to support the, the way that I do what I do. And the more I'm I start seeing those results, the more I realize what the strategy and the behavior and the thought process and the actions and the tips and the, the goal setting and 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 all of these things formulate a complete winning Kevin. Yeah. And because I'm doing that actively and I'm working at it, I see it more relevantly. And the more I do that, the more I, I enable my own ability.
1: And winning at life is not a it's not a it's not a singular. Item. If we want to win at life, there's a variety of things we do that 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 we win at. Yeah. Motherhood. When you when you get it right and your kids love you for one day, you're winning. I I read a very nice thing the other day that says that says if your kids never get cross with you, you're not doing your job right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I love that. I'm like, oh, I did so great as a mother because my kids at times really didn't enjoy me. But if you mm. if you get the day where your kids say, Mom, I love you, that's a little win. Mm. When you find your way, when it's when it's really just everything's upside down, and you get through that day, that's a little win. This morning, I got into my study, it's, it's, it's early morning, and I got into my study, and I I need to start this month better, by planning my month better, because I'm chock-a-block with bookings and that. And by the time I, I got to this call, it was like, I'm winning today. I'm not under stress. I can have a conversation with you and I don't feel the pressure of moving on quickly because there's more stuff. I'm winning it today. And it's this today that makes my month a better win at the end of the day. So people must stop thinking. I I get people that say, that says to me, I'm such a loser. At what? At what? At one thing in your life, maybe you're not achieving success because your goals aren't written clearly. But you can't make your whole life being a loser by one thing that goes wrong. And to get those people to, to to really unpack their life and in actually seeing what they're winning at i think that's important so go go be gentle with yourself today and just go make the list of all the things that you're winning at and start seeing it in a positive light and not a negative light so anybody that's that's depressed and down and, and having a bad time today is go go write the things down that you're winning at and you'll be surprised at, at, at how many things you're winning at and the one or two things you're not doing well my word just focus on them
0: what can we change to make it better yeah and i think that's also uh to 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 your point when you do take stock of what it is you do have you know and really start looking at it that thing that you're struggling with or that thing that's not working Um, tends to because you focus on it so much it tends to become overwhelming and it becomes the narrative of your life and now suddenly you you are this because of this thing and yet when you take a step back and you're actually honest about it honest about your life you can literally look at your life and go okay cool these are the wins and really be honest about it because there's so much more Um, and I find that with clients on every 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 moment, with every team, there's so much more working in our favor. They're not working in our favor. For
1: sure. No, for sure. And that, I mean, that recognition. Standard, yeah, my standard comment is, I'm, I'm, I'm beating life at the moment. I'm winning at life because for me, whatever life throws at me, I have to get through it. You know, so so people say, "Oh, you're living such an amazing life." I do live an amazing life because I make it amazing. Yeah. I, I, I don't get thrown down by life. And life throws major issues at me at times, but yeah. I will not let it get the better of me. And yeah, am I lucky? Maybe I'm lucky. Maybe I'm just focused. Maybe I've just decided to actually keep my mind intact and not let negative stuff um, um, overshadow the positive stuff. And and that we teach people all the time. When people get involved with us, we can teach them that it's not we're not born like this. It's a journey of self-discovery. And and what triggers you to be down? What triggers you to make you feel like a loser? can we fix that? Of course, we can fix that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, final thoughts for today's conversation.
1: You know, we're not all born positive or negative, we're born neutral. And we decide whether we are positive or negative. It's a mindset that decides on positive or negative. And if you're negative today, go unpack your brain, go find out what what's going on in your brain that makes you feel negative. Because you can change it. You're not a tree. You're not planted there. You can change it.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And I, you know, for me, I would just say that, uh, and I love that, that, that comment that, that um, was made by um, Emma Watts. Uh, I think it's Emma Watson. Yeah. Which is like, just how, do you know, are you, do you understand the responsibility of how much space you take up in the world, in someone's life and what that means? and just be cognizant of it because the more you are and the more you have apply everything that we've spoken about today um you're winning at life you really are
1: yeah. and some of us take up a big space Kim you know yeah I, I've been told my personality is bigger than my house so so I need a big house to live in because I do take up lots of space and if I take up lots of space I want to make sure that it's positive space and not negative space
0: Absolutely. I love that. Guys, if you want to get a hold of us, go and check it out on the lunchtime Uh, There are some really nice assessments. You can go and uh, check out. There's uh, also, a lot more information about Naomi and myself. Uh, but also, if you want to connect with us, go and check it out on Coach by Design on our social media pages or Kevin underscore Brits. Uh, you can also check there uh, or Leadership by Design. So uh, for more information, check it out on the website, today. Uh, all of our information is there. And this is happening every Monday at 12 on EBAS radio. And uh, Naomi, for our giveaways, we are still giving away some a wonderful wine cooler, with guys. Uh, it's, it's the best thing <laughs> for summer coming up. If you if you like some gin and tonic, uh, this would be the wine cooler to take. Uh, go and check it out. We um, I'll be posting it on my social media, and Naomi's going to be posting on hers. And if we get some feedback from you guys and just say how's it? Thanks for the show. Thanks for you in the winning that wonderful cooler so go and check it out uh you have to connect with us on social media though so coach by design uh or kevin underscore brits uh and uh yeah you can check it out join us and um, you could walk away with a beautiful it's sort of a it's sort of a bucket cooler that you get you get a whole bunch of tonic waters with it it's just a beautiful beautiful set uh for a wonderful uh sunny afternoon in coming up in the in the summer months Naomi, thank you so much for chatting and thank you for joining me today
1: thanks everybody see you next week